attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Or should I say, hello, Dana. What's your favorite scary favorite movie? Scary. It's Scream Week. Okay, we're not going to talk about Scream. Dana and I already did this before we hopped on here, but... It is Scream Week, and we are very excited because by the time we record our next episode, we're going to have both seen Scream 6, and we're going to be changed people. And that's that's all I'll say. We hope we're changed people. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited. But that means when this comes out that everybody who did go see it this last weekend will tell us if we should be excited or not. We don't know. You're hearing us. Oh, you're doing you're doing that future. time warp stuff again. That makes my head I know. my head spin. I still I'm remember. So do you remember the vault we did on Scream? How Scream somehow had a Disney World tie-in. Do you remember that one? Yeah, at Hollywood yeah, Studios. Yeah, there was going to yeah, maybe be a Scream ride at Hollywood Studios, which is crazy. Can we talk about really quickly this total departure here? But it is about scary movies. Did you hear the news that Halloween Horror Nights, Universal, yeah. Halloween Horror Nights is opening up a Las Vegas location permanently? No. It's going to be over by Area 15, which is the Omega Mart okay. section. We just went to Vegas, by the way, last weekend. I, saw, I didn't even tell you about our I trip. Saw your, I saw your photos. You guys looked like you had a great great child-free weekend we had a great child-free weekend it was so much fun we stayed at the bellagio and got a fountain view room yeah we did i feel like i've said this before did you use the points dude let me tell you what i did and hold on this is a hot tip points we should say i don't think we've ever talked about this but dana and i both have a weird sick thing where we're on this vegas slots thing where i refuse to pay any money towards it whatsoever and i use the free chips all the time. And yeah. I just play it every day. I now have like some 428,000 some odd points or something. Yes. Racked up. Same. For free hotel Keep nights in Vegas. Like it's crazy. Keep it up. And that's, so that's what I did. We also did not pay anything. We paid $20 and I'm about to tell you about the $20 trick folks. So we're just going to do it. Did it work quick. again? It worked again, baby. So. We booked one night at the Bellagio on that Friday night because you can't do weekends, unfortunately. Let me take a step back further. This is called the My Vegas app, yep. and it's like a really dumb like coin slot machine game. It's you mindless. don't have to pay a single penny to it. It's mindless. What I do is I turn it on, I set it on auto, and I go away and like make breakfast or something, and then I come back and I've racked up all of these coins. I mean, I've been doing this for years. So the Bellagio only gives one room nights, but um, some of these hotels do two rooms. Like you can get two comp rooms. Um, The hotel I like, the Park MGM, does two night deals. Yeah, I did it. I used the comps there once and it was great. But we wanted to stay at the Bellagio. It only had one room available. Um, So we booked it for zero dollars. We had to pay the resort fee. So that's like forty five dollars that we had to spend. But here is a $20 trick, folks, and this works. You don't have to play the game that I'm talking about. This is just my Vegas hot tip to you. Starting in strong on this episode. What you do when you walk up to the front desk when you're checking in in any Vegas hotel, but do this with a hotel that you know has rooms with a cool strip view. Walk up, sandwich your credit card and your ID with a $20 bill, crisp $20 bill right in between there. When you walk up and you say hello and you say it nicely, you slide those three items over and you say, and I was wondering if there are any complimentary upgrades during our stay. And that concierge, that front desk person will take that $20, they'll set it to the side and say, let me check. And they'll go doop, 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 doop on their computer. And they'll say, well, why, yes, we have a fountain view room available for you here at the Bellagio. Folks, I didn't book anything. They were supposed to give you the standard room. I don't understand how this works. I feel like next time Kurt and I are in Vegas, if we try this, they're going to be like, no. (laughs) Yeah, they are going to say that to you guys because you have bad luck with checking in. Remember when we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel and you guys were having a whole rigmarole and I walked up with, I didn't give a $20 trick here. I just said, do you have any complimentary upgrades? And she said, give me a minute. Are you okay with waiting an extra hour to your room? And I said, of course. And what did we get? We got a fireworks view room that we paid nothing additional for. So I think that was literally only because it was the same check-in lady that had completely screwed up our stuff. And she knew you were part of 
of our group and she was like, oh, I got to do something to make this right because mm-hmm. I've really screwed this one up. Sure. But it's you. It's it's well. us. It's you. Whatever. So I just cannot not imagine that $20 in the pocket of the front desk person gets you like, what if you slipped him a 50? Think you get a better room? You might get a better room. You might not. Who knows? And here's the other thing, folks. It's not that big of a risk, in my opinion, because it's $20 and they will give it back to you if they do not have any sort of upgrade. They have to upgrade you to take it. Has that happened to you? It hasn't yet because I've always been upgraded to something. I have had some not as great upgrades. We stayed at the uh, Park MGM and they gave us a high view room with the, what is it, like some like fancy smelling salts in the room, like an aromatherapy oh, room. And we found fancy. that to be not that, like kind of lackluster. <laughs> so research if it's a hotel that you really want a cool view in, then 20 bucks. It's not a huge expense okay. to, to test out. Right. But, but going back real quick, Halloween Horror Nights is opening up a permanent location at the That's Omega Mar Area 15 section. I think they just started construction, and I sh- think it should be ready here this fall. So hopefully we get a scream maze over there oh permanently. Well, I don't know if we will because that's universal, and Scream is now owned by Paramount. They've done it before in the past mm. that all they have to do is get the IP rights for the one walkthrough. Maybe. So who knows? Maybe. Okay, so we are deep in planning for our trip coming up here in a few weeks to Disney World and then the cruise. And I've been like perusing Shop Disney, kind of like looking for things that I want. Dana. Oh, of course. Oh, Dana. They, I swear to you, they listen to our podcast because we talk. Remember the other week when we talked about how like they just need the simple retro looking stuff like and that's what we need. Well, they listened because (gasps) there is a new line of merch now available. It's over at Star Traders and I'm sure it's going to be elsewhere. Who knows? It probably won't still be there by the time we get there of very tasteful retro Disney World merch. And I am here for it, especially this new yellow hoodie with a retro Walt Disney World logo on it and castles on the sleeve. It looks like a women's hoodie, but whatever. I'll buy a big one. They have this like striped yellow and navy T-shirt with the retro Walt Disney World logo on it. And they have this actually really cool long sleeve shirt. I don't know if you can see it. There you go. It says Park Life on it with this like blue, yellow and orange thing I'm here for it. I like it. Yeah. They needed more of this because some of the stuff is pretty awful and tacky. Yeah, it is. That's a deep mustard yellow, too, which yeah. I like. It's very 70s. It's I a like 70s it. font and a 70s color. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, you and merchandise. Okay, before we get into the multi-course the topic, topic of- <laughs> that's a tease of what the topic yeah. of today is, I've gotten a moose-bouche for us. Okay. And I'm very, very, very excited about this. You ready? Yeah. Disney Dole Whip is coming soon to local grocery stores nationwide. What? Yep. 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 Uh, It's soon going to be available in local grocery store freezer aisles. According to a press release from Dole Packaged Foods, you'll be able to grab Dole Whip at your local grocery store later this year. Wow. There will be three flavors, including the original pineapple. And then mango and strawberry. So there's a whole press release. It's going to come out Mm. later this year in 2023. Holy moly. My little non-dairy heart is very happy over the fact that Dole Whip (laughs) is going to be at the grocery store. Like, you legit just go to the grocery store and get your Dole Whip now. Yeah, you can do that already with the Mickey Premium Bar and the Mickey Ice Cream Sandwich. Um, So I'm sure it's going to be in that same type of packaging. I always see them when I'm at Target. And I remember during the pandemic when the parks weren't open, that's when I would buy them for Ray because I knew that she wasn't going to get a Mickey bar anytime soon. So speaking of upcoming cruise, the thing Kurt, my lovely husband, is Mm -hmm. most excited about room service Mickey premium bars because you can literally. I will split one with Earl. Just. I'm not going to split them with them, but we will get our own together. Literally, I'm bringing the lactate. I'm packing the lactate for this trip because literally you can just call room service and have free Mickey premium bars sent to your room at a moment's notice. Like what? What is this world? I love it. You're going to have to drag me off the cruise ship at the end of this. Anyway, so. I know. That's so great. (laughs) And they have Dole Whip. I think they have Dole Whip on the cruise ship too, which is. Probably. Maybe a Castaway Key. I don't know. Anyway, we'll have it. But I'm very excited that Dole Whip is making its way 
to your local supermarket. Now, I say that, but I live in New York City where I'm going to have to go through like 17 different grocery stores in the city to find the one grocery store that's actually carrying it. But it will be a quest that I will undertake. Happily undertake. I like it. Yeah. Good. Good, good. Well, I'll set us up what we're doing today. So we figured, I think we've teased this a couple of times, but Adam and I have, between the two of us, eaten at most of the character meals at Disney World. And we figured it is about time that we rank all 11 of these character meals that exist presently. I know that a couple of them just came back, so we figured now's a good time. If you've ever been thinking, hey, character meals, are they worth it? Not all of them are equal in our books. So we're going to rank from worst to best for you all. And I think we should just get right into it. We'll we'll tell you tell you our thoughts and and know that there's a couple on this list that we haven't eaten at. And we'll tell you. So, you know, take it for what it is. But I think like all but two you and I have experienced. So you or I will have thoughts. I'm sure we still have thoughts. We're still very opinionated people. You all know this. I'm judgy. We're judgy. (laughs) Are we? We are? Yeah, we are. We're very judgy. Um, But we'll also talk through, like, what some of the pricing looks like a little bit on some of these, because some are going to be, hold on to your butts, because it ain't cheap. Okay, where should we start? Should we start at the worst one? Yeah, I think we should start at the worst ones. The one that we ranked as the absolute worst is over at the Magic Kingdom, and it is, drumroll please, Crystal Palace. Um, Poor Winnie. Oh, Winnie the Pooh. So real quick, Crystal Palace is a buffet style. It's off of Main Street. And this meal is going to showcase the Winnie the Pooh characters. So you're going to see Tigger, Piglet, Eeyore, and Winnie the Pooh himself. So that might be the best part of it. They are adorable. Yeah. The theming inside is um, they call it Crystal Palace because there are mirrors like everywhere. And it's all white and... It doesn't look bad. No. But the reason I put it this low, the lowest of choices, is kind of twofold. One, the food is not great, but the bigger issue is that when it came back after the pandemic, they hiked up the price like nobody's business at this one. It is presently $69 per adult and $38 per child. It used to be 40 bucks For which meal? For the lunch and dinner. So um, it used to be 40 bucks an adult and 23 a kid. And now it is six, $59, $60 for an adult. That is a big price. And the food did not change between pre and post pandemic. So Kurt and I went there on our, it holds, I still agree with you. It's probably the worst one. It does hold a little place in my heart because it was the very first character dining experience Kurt and I ever went to together when we went to Disney World for the very first time all those years ago. However, we went there for mm-hmm, breakfast mm-hmm. and, you know, just speaking of the breakfast, they charge $45 an adult, $29 a kid ages three through nine. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We've become big fans of quick service breakfast at the hotel because you get eggs, yeah. bacon, Mickey waffles, cereal, a bagel, whatever you want to get. And it's not that expensive. It would probably be like, you yeah. know, for a family of three, you add in like an annual pass discount or you add in other DVC discounts or anything like that. It knocks the price down to you're going to you're going to spend more than you would spend for breakfast at, you know, your corner coffee shop where you live. But it's still going to be significantly the cheapest breakfast you can get. Here's the thing. They're charging forty five dollars an adult and twenty nine for a kid. <laughs> Everything that's on this breakfast menu, they offer at quick service restaurants. Like, yes, fresh well, fruit. they do have a peel and eat shrimp. That's like the only thing that I noticed that seems yeah, like there it's, ain't no peel and eat shrimp on the breakfast yeah, menu. Yeah. So if you love a peel and eat shrimp, then this is your place. But otherwise, I agree with you. It's all the same stuff at the bounty platter biscuits that you can and get. gravy, pancakes, waffle. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you like get all this at all star movies if that's where you're staying. And that's going to be like a. meal and it's probably good enough for two people versus this price tag. And this is again, a total aside. I just don't like this restaurant because I used to work (laughs) it too. And, um, the mirrors really messed me up inside that costume. You, you couldn't tell where you were. It's a lot of tables, like too many tables. It gets 
very noisy in there. So I don't like it for work reasons. And when I ate there one time, I didn't like it for the food. Now, I ate there before the pandemic, and I remember the food was stale and just cold when it shouldn't be. Yeah, it's not, so, it's not good. That's <laughs> just not. Yeah. Okay. I will say, though, it is a cute place to meet Winnie and Tigger and Piglet and Eeyore. Like, it is, if you're into, if yeah. you... If you have a kid who's like super into the Winnie the Pooh characters, it is a great chance to meet them and maybe go for breakfast because it's the cheapest option when you go there. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we move on? We should. Now, here's our number two, second worst <laughs> on this list. Now, I'll pronounce it, which I'm still not confident I'm going to pronounce it correctly. But I'm not the- going to do it right, so you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it is the... Ocker House Royal Banquet Hall Princess Character Dining over in the Norway Pavilion in Epcot. I don't know about you. I put this one as the second worst because... I think you got some personal issues with this one because you had to work it. We all know this. You've heard me talk about this one. I hated working this one. I've told you this story already, but I hated working it because I was not a princess and I only got put over there when a princess called out and people were disappointed in seeing Alice in Wonderland show up. And then I had to make excuses as to why I was there. And in my head, I'm like, I don't want to be here any more than you want to be seeing me. You guys. But anyhow. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm just scrolling the specialty cocktails at this restaurant and that's enough to make this. Maybe Crystal Palace is better. Oh, <laughs> oh, but go on. Sorry, I'm like, whoa. There's a lot of blue, no. blue curacao or cura- curacao. Curacao. I always say it wrong. There's a lot of blue curacao on this menu, and a lot of grenadine. Yeah, yep. I'm looking as well, oh. and it, it is. It is not great. Oh, no. I'm having heartburn right now. <laughs> Just reading these. Okay, well, let me give you a quick review of Ocker House if this is a place that you're looking to go to. And and remember, I'm saying this one is low on the totem pole. And I have two reasons for that. One, the price tag. And two, the characters. Now, starting with the characters, if you eat here, it is a princess dining. And I know that's a really big deal for a lot of families. A lot of families like to get dressed up and their daughters want to be princesses. And it's so cute. You will be meeting... And it's not always a guarantee which princesses, but you're meeting a minimum of four. Usually it's Ariel, Snow White, Aurora, Belle, and sometimes Jasmine. There's kind of a rotation. Or sometimes Alice in Wonderland, if one of them calls out sick. (laughs) It's a princess. Um, You're a princess in your own right, Dana. I wonder if they do it now that they've got other princesses that they could probably call in and they don't need Alice anymore. But in in 2008 and 2009, you'd get called in. Um, so I say this because all of those princesses are also in Epcot out in their various pavilions. So if you really want to meet Jasmine or Belle, you can go to the Morocco pavilion or the France pavilion and go meet them for no extra dollars. So I would recommend doing that. Plus you get a better outdoor setting. This is a very dark space and so your photos don't turn out super well i'm also just genuinely not a huge fan of taking photos with a character while you still have like a plate of food in front of you and especially with the princesses like go take them in a more picturesque place where you don't have to pay the whopping price tag which are you ready for this is presently for dinner only they don't they have not brought back breakfast or lunch at ocker house you're paying 63 dollars per adult and $41 per child. So that's a big price tag for what is, again, a buffet-style meal. It's a Norway-inspired one. So you're going to get a lot of lingonberry and meatballs and stuff in, in this meal. But when I ate here with Ray when she was about two years old, the food was, again, very mediocre. Cold green beans, the synthetic mac and cheese... Lots of corn dog nuggets, lots of like not as good of meatballs as you could get at Ikea, quite frankly. So <laughs> I would not spend $63. And this is all before tax and tip, folks. I would not spend $63 per adult to go eat at Ocker House. I agree. Okay. Only because of the amount of blue curacao in their cocktails like that. Just no. But bud, you said it right this I know. time. I'm Finally, so proud I'm of moving. you. Okay, should we bump down to Chef Mickey's? 
Oh, yep. okay. It's so our number three. I don't think either of us have eaten at Chef Mickey's yet. So we'll be we'll be a little briefer on this one. But again, so Chef Mickey's is in the Contemporary Resort. It's like in the open lobby. Like it's in this mm-hmm. just big open space. I imagine it being very loud all the time. Yes. And frankly, like, again, you've got Mickey, like the Fab Five are all in there, basically, in their little chef costumes. It's going to be very similar to if you've done Goofy's Kitchen at um, the Disneyland Hotel in California. There's also a version of Chef Mickey's at Disneyland Paris. And this also sounds like very similar to the character breakfast at the Alani Resort in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I think they're all in the same costumes and it's the same kind of deal and the same characters you're going to meet and the same ridiculous pricing so over at chef mickey's breakfast is uh i believe 51 dollars an adult 33 dollars a kid it goes up about 10 11 each for dinner and the mm-hmm. food offerings again are just mediocre like it there's nothing special about you know corned beef hash meat and cheese boards you can get ham mm-hmm. and brisket Eggs and frittatas and classic favorites for children. And so, so basically Mickey waffles. I will give them credit, though, because, Dana, they do have not one, not two, but three different cold brew cocktails on their cocktail menu. So oh, they do get some okay. credit from the cold brew cocktail crowd over here. They have a hazelnut cold brew cocktail. They have a salted caramel cold brew cocktail and a Swiss chocolate cold brew cocktail. So they do get a little bump up there. But again, I, from what I've heard, it's very loud. The food is mediocre at best. It's buffet mm-hmm. style. And like the dinner menu is basically like shrimp and grits, roasted pork, some stir fry, plant-based seasonal inspired dishes. So we're not even telling you what that is. And then a carving station. And that is yeah. again for $62 an adult and $39 a kid. You can get a much better dinner for the same price at many other places on property. I agree. This one, as a as a person who books a lot of clients' different dining options, this is a very popular option. Mm. So it goes really fast. The one reason I wouldn't put this one maybe at the end, well, I don't know. The other two are pretty bad, too. You get to meet some great characters. You get to meet the Fab Five. It's Mickey, Goofy, Donald, Daisy, and Pluto. And they're all in cute little chef outfits. So that is really fun. And the other fun piece about this is if you do like noise, if you want a jovial environment, they do every 15 or 20 minutes, they do kind of like a song and dance and they have everybody whip their napkins above their heads. It is a time like you got to be prepared for that. Right. It's not my time. I'm not interested in that kind of time, but that is what you're getting if you want to eat there. I think the only person I would tell to book this if a person who's probably either A, staying at the Contemporary and kind of roll down out of bed and go have this experience, and B, the, the people who have really young kids who love a loud environment. But it is loud. I, I've walked past this area at the Contemporary. You can't unsee and hear it. No. It's just so <laughs> noisy. So for the price tag, it doesn't seem like something I would want to pay. Go to Steakhouse 71 for breakfast. Yeah. The breakfast at Steakhouse 71 is phenomenal you're gonna spend about the same amount if not less if you're not drinking Mm -hmm. and the food's better the food's way better i mean you don't have mickey and minnie and all the fat five and knack and twirling but i go to i go to steakhouse 71 okay so chef mickey's was our number nine out of our 11 yep so number nine worst our number eight starting to get into slightly better options but the reason i put this one lower is because of the price tag i put Number eight, as Cinderella's Royal Table at the Magic Kingdom. This one is literally inside the castle, which is so cool. If you get to eat there, you get to see a really great view of the entire park, both on either side, Fantasyland or just Main Street in the hub. So that is really awesome. At Cinderella's Royal Table, you are going to see the same princesses basically at Ocker House. Cinderella is your host. She will come out and usually do a meet and greet. So you are guaranteed to take a photo with her. And the other princesses are roaming around the tables. Why this isn't up super high is because the price tag to eat at Cinderella's Royal Table is just bonkers. Of all of the restaurants we're going to review here, 
of all the character meals, this is the most expensive character meal you could find, I think, on any Disney property. Mm, no. Oh, no, you're right. No, Grand Californian has the, the like, princess. $150 yeah. princess meal. But that one I hear, at least the food is incredible, <laughs> and it's a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention. But you are spending an insane price tag. Okay, so Cinderella's Royal Table comes in at $79 per adult and $47 per child. They are doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That was the dinner price. If you are going to eat breakfast there, it's $65 an adult and $39 per child. Bargain. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so go, I guess, for breakfast because lunch and dinner are the same price at $80 an adult. So I guess That's comparatively, crazy. when I look at this, you and I were talking about this earlier, when we go on the Disney Wish, we're going to go have brunch. At, we're going to bite the bullet and go have a fancy brunch at Enchante, which is the Michelin star chef's restaurant. That is $75 yeah. an adult for this very small, intimate, fancy, like probably eating food that I would never think I would ever eat in my life the way it's done. Or you can spend $79 mm -hmm. an adult and um, have again, probably mediocre food yeah i mean that yeah. that's just crazy when you compare like that i mean looking at the entrees a pork tenderloin and pork belly with a curry couscous grilled chicken with a pine nut pasto yeah yeah gnocchi with some veggies for 79 dollars yeah 80 dollars. and this is again before tax and gratuity folks and and we're not including any alcoholic drinks you have to pay for those mm -hmm. separately I do know at this one, they will like give kids like little magic wands and it feels like a little bit more of a razzle dazzle than Ocker House. But you're also paying almost $20 more than Ocker House to eat here. So if you want to dine with the princesses, just keep in mind that that $20 is really going toward you getting to sit in the castle, which is nothing to snooze at. That is a pretty cool <laughs> setting a kids meal but a kids meal there is 39 dollars yeah for chicken nuggets when you can go to a quick service yeah. and then go stand in line for 30 minutes to meet the princesses anyway and do the same thing for 10 dollars. i don't know it just yep. feels i get the, i i'm not trying to be a downer i get the environment and the excitement of it i just haven't and also i've seen pictures of the place and it it, it feels like it needs a refresh the restaurant yeah i don't know it does it, it really does. I think so. Okay. Okay. So that was our number eight. Now we're on to number seven. We're getting halfway through this list about number seven. We're putting as Hollywood and Vine over at Hollywood Studios. This is an interesting one. It's kind of a hard one to place because it has two sets of characters depending on what mealtime that you're going to. If you're not familiar with Hollywood and Vine, this is right next door to the 50s Primetime Cafe. And if you are to go for breakfast, you're going to be meeting the Play and Dine characters, the Disney Junior ones, which is going to be at this time, I believe it's Vampirina, Fancy Nancy, Goofy from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and Doc McStuffins. So if you go for lunch and dinner, which frankly I think is maybe the way to go for this place... If you don't care about the Disney Junior characters, you're going to get to meet Minnie, Mickey, Goofy, and Pluto. That's a great it's number good. of people. You're not getting Donald, but you're getting like four of the Fab Five, which is awesome. No, it's not worth it if you're not getting Donald. I know. I love Donald. He's my favorite. But the other fun thing about this restaurant is that depending on the seasons, like I was saying, you're going to get different costumes out of these characters. So if you go at Halloween time, they're all in their Halloween costumes. If you go in the springtime, they're in like old timey Hollywood flapper costumes. So I think that's kind of a fun thing. The food is still kind of left to be desired. You're not looking at great food. It's again a buffet. They love a buffet with these types of character experiences. But breakfast is I'm not even going to get into it. It's like the same stuff at all the other places. But here's where I think why I also rank them a little bit higher. The price is a little bit, a little bit, mm -hmm. little bit cheaper. For any of these, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's the same price. It will be $59 per adult, so $60 per adult, and $35 for kids. So this is 
a little bit cheaper than Chef Mickey's. So if you want to see basically the same characters, you can go do that at Hollywood Studios. Okay, so I've done a little sleuthing here over the last one minute. Mm -hmm. They are right next to the 50s Primetime Cafe. I'm looking at the menu options between Hollywood and Vine and the 50s Primetime Cafe. I think they must share a kitchen. Because there are very similar menu items that they put out buffet style at Hollywood and Vine that are parts of dishes at the sit-down table service over at 50s Primetime. Sir, I can confirm that for you because this is another dining location I worked up on. Look at that. Smart. Um, Smarts right here. There you go. I played a lot of the the Disney Junior characters when I worked at Disney. And you had to walk through the kitchen to get to the break room. So after you would be out there, then you'd, you'd walk through the kitchen. And it was a shared kitchen. So there you have it. See? The more you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we move on? So we are headed over to Artist Point. This is, I believe this is over at the, correct me if I am Wilderness wrong. Lodge. It is at the Wilderness Lodge. And I ate here at a fancy dinner years and years and years ago, but it was not character dining when I ate there, mm-hmm. but now it is. it is. And it seems to be a very Snow White-centric dining experience now. Okay, now this one's also very pricey, but we've put this in the middle category for two reasons. One, we have not officially eaten here as it's become a character meal. Right. And two, because it is a little bit off the beaten path, Wilderness Lodge is not the easiest to get to. So this is a great one if you're I staying this at this hotel. resort, which the I pool know. Is I've never so stayed here, good. but I really want to. The pool like has this like yeah. river that tears into it. It's it's beautiful. Anyway. I know. But at this dining location, you're going to get to dine with the Snow White characters. So you're going to have Snow White come out as well as Dopey and Grumpy. So two of the seven dwarves. And what I think is the coolest feature about this restaurant, maybe the food is also the coolest feature. But one of the coolest things is that they have trees all around with fiber optics. And so when you're meeting with Snow White, the lights turn like a light red and orange color and it's very airy. But there's somebody else who comes out. Snow White's evil queen comes out once Snow White leaves and the colors turn deep blues and purples everywhere. So if you've ever wanted to have a dining experience with a villain, this is kind of your only place to do it, which is pretty cool. So I'm I'm looking at the menu, and honestly, for like a cool experience like that at a hotel, it's pricier than most, but I'm not balking at the price as much at $65 an adult and $39 a kid. Obviously, and also I think we're learning yeah. a theme that most children character dining prices are $39 a kid. Yes. Also, side note, they are really good at these restaurants about if your kid is three and under, they do not charge you for the kid and they'll Mm -hmm. still bring the kid like a bite or something like some mac and cheese or a side or something like that or some chicken nuggets or whatever and they won't charge you. And also, I've talked to some folks who have taken older kids there who just were not like three, four or five years old that were just not eating and they weren't charged for the kid. We were that same way at a couple of places at Disney. They're just so great about it. So I also think the reason I like this one, and maybe we should go here sometime. I kind of want to. I'm looking at this menu. I do too. This is the first one we're reviewing that's not a buffet on this list. Should we try to so do this So this is a prefixed menu. When we get back from oh, the I don't cruise? Know. Maybe we should. Instead of where we were going to go for dinner? Well, I know let's talk about it. I know you we'll really want to go there. Well, offline. Well, okay. To be continued, well, listeners. Um, <laughs> the, the drama of the dining so, this is a prefix menu so you're going to get an appetizer an entree and a dessert everybody's going to get those and they have a kids menu the entrees just to give you an idea we do have a beef stroganoff a prime rib of slow braised pork shank herb chicken it a bashful sustainable fish and then I don't, a stroll through nature which looks like it's a gnocchi and veggies type yeah. of dish which Sounds also delightful. So I would say if I'm going to spend this amount of money, I don't want the buffet. I would go with storybook dining, especially if you're a Snow White fan. You're going to get to see a villain and three characters. That's a pretty cool deal. Oh, my God. Dana, the dessert? Yeah, we have to go. I know. Talk about poison. Tell tell them what you're seeing. Apple. It is a dark chocolate apple mousse with a sour center. 
that just sounds like a modern take on like a caramel candy apple. Like, right. Like that sounds. Yes. And whatever. And then there's no description for the last one. The hunter's gift to the queen. I don't even know what that is. There's no description. I don't well, know. Well, that was the hunter's gift was a bleeding right. heart. So I don't Remember, know what it was that the bleeding dessert heart is. of Snow White. I know. So what is that dessert? Oh There's goodness. no description. Guess we have to order it. I have to also point out because it's me. I scrolled to the cocktails. There are two cocktails there that I kind of want to try, which is surprising because I don't like a lot of the Disney mixed cocktails. Tell us. The smoking near Johnny Walker Black 12 year with wildberry lime and a rosemary smoke on it. That sounds mm. good. But then a brew of peaches, Old Forester bourbon, peach, raspberry, and brulee demerara sugar. It sounds like, like an elevated old-fashioned almost. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right, we okay. got to discuss. This might this might be getting on the list for this This might April change trip. some plans. We'll, we'll discuss. <laughs> I also have another thought, too. I have another thought. We'll talk. Um, okay. <laughs> What number are we on? We're, we're, we got very distracted by this one. Okay. Ohana okay. means family. Next on our list is Ohana. And honestly, I think we would probably move this one up even higher if you and I have eaten there. These are the two, really, on this whole list that you and I have had no experience yeah. with. That was Artist Points at Wilderness Lodge and then Ohana, which is at the Polynesian. Ohana only has a character breakfast right now. They have two experiences. If you go for dinner, it's a it's a different like live show. But here's why we've moved it up. One, I've heard everybody say that they really like the atmosphere at Ohana's, that it's really, really fun. You get to meet the Stitch characters. You're meeting Lilo and Stitch. I think it's just the two of them. Um, the price that you're paying here, and this is the skillet style, $45, adult, 29, kid. Um, it's the all-you-care-to-enjoy style. So you are going to get that different like there's going to bring you big old skillets of this food which is going to be a lot of fresh fruit a big old breakfast skillet that's going to have scrambled eggs pork or plant-based sausage based off of what you want hawaiian style ham topped Mm. with pineapple compote and a fried island style potatoes with some mickey shaped waffles on the side this sounds Um, really delicious and also the bread that we're going to bring out freshly made pineapple coconut breakfast bread yeah, that sounds great. Okay, I would be very it. into that. Yeah, I've heard great things about Ohana's. Everybody says it's great. Um, the evening is also quite lively, but we're not here to review that one. So I think we should try this one. Maybe, though, as we're reading about this, I might put Artist Point now earlier than... Uh, it's better. I, I think I want to try Artist Point more than I want yeah. with Ohana. Yeah. But, yeah. but it still sounds good. And the price is not bad. While we're on the breakfast kick, let's head over to the Beach Club. Because... Cape May Cafe, we've talked about it on the podcast. One of the best breakfast buffets, I think, at Disney World. The food options are amazing. So the whole gist is you are at Minnie's beach party and her beach house in, I don't know, it's like set in like the 70s, 80s, it feels like. And Minnie is in her beach. I think that's just because they've never updated the beach which club. Is it's so it's fine. stuck in like 1989. Minnie is there. And Donald and Daisy and uh, Goofy are all there in their beach gear, making the rounds of the tables. And it is it is definitely a very retro style restaurant. They have an omelet station. They have this huge buffet with, I mean, everything you could possibly imagine you would want. And then you didn't even know you wanted for brunch, like the eggs and the, they've got the the basics. But then they've got like. They have an Eggs Benedict, Dana, that is a potato bread pancake thing. I can't explain it with ham on top of it and a poached egg on top with hollandaise sauce on top of that. And it is the best Eggs Benedict I've ever had. They have breakfast casseroles. They have, oh, they have a Waldorf salad, which is like, what? Like the food is so Good. I cannot rave about this enough. They've got cold brew. They've got cold brew cocktails. They've got your Bloody Marys. They've got this. They've got that. And I honestly think it wasn't that bad in terms really? of pricing. Or maybe I was wrong and I was just living in the moment and really um, enjoying it. But look, it was it was a fun time. Also, I was you know completely enamored by 
Noah like falling in love with the characters when he got to meet them. But I think it is a if especially if you're doing Epcot or Hollywood Studios, I think this is the perfect place to start your day and then walk over to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. Like take an Uber to the Beach Club and then walk over to Epcot or Hollywood Studios. It's $45 an adult, $29 a kid. I think it's worth That's it not bad. for the food, That's really not that the bad. quality of the food. It's probably the best breakfast buffet you're going to get on property. Minus a character breakfast buffet. Yeah, I got you. It sounds like this is the same price, by the way, as Ohana. So I think it's kind of just also what location you're staying at. If you're staying at either of these hotels and what characters you want to meet. If you're a yeah. Lilo and Stitch fan, go to Ohana. If you want to meet some of the Fab Five, go there. Also, a lot of these character dining experiences book out really fast. We've been able to get a last minute reservation for Cape May Cafe every time we've gone there. Really? Because it's, I don't think a lot of people book it. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So anyway, I'm a big fan. I loved it. I think it's a great place to go. Go there. Go to there. Go to there, people. Go to there. I want to go to there. Okay, we've made it to our top three now of this list. So if we were going, we are going all the time, but these are the ones that we would recommend (laughs) that you book. The third spot we have on this list is garden grill over at Epcot. Now garden grill is located inside the future world pavilion, right by Soren and living with the land. It's directly above the ride living with the land. And this is a prefixed all you care to enjoy. It's literally like on the ride. Yeah, it's literally on the ride. It's um, a slowly rotating restaurant. It's a two-tiered rotating restaurant, which is so cool. And a lot of the food that you're going to be served comes from the gardens on the Living with the Land ride, which I think is just super cool. Yeah. The characters you're going to be meeting are also adorable. You're going to be meeting Chip and Dale, Mickey Mouse, and Pluto. And they're all going to be dressed up. Mickey's like in a little farmer outfit. So that is really, really fun. I do think that the tip here when you arrive is to ask to be seated on the lower half where you get to see the ride as you go by. The upper half is just kind of like regular tables and chairs. uh, But you want to sit in one of the booths. So if you forget lower half, just ask to be in a booth. So we got... The tables, because we requested a high chair. If you are going to ask for a high chair, they are going to put you on the upper part with the tables because that's where the high chairs go. If you are good with the booster seat, they'll put you down in the booths. I got to say, we did this on this last trip. It was Noah's first real interaction with like Mickey and some of the other ones. It was super cute. But I thought it was totally worth the price. It's $55 an adult, $36 a kid. No other didn't charge because he ate like some green beans and that was it. The food, really, really good. So a lot of the vegetables that come on this, the green beans, the salad with the housemaid dressing, all this stuff comes from living with the land. So they source all that food there. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. But the food was really good. And they did a completely separate vegetarian feast for Kirk. And the food was really good on the vegetarian plate, too. So it's very much like a hometown cooking. Like there's there's the garden salad and there's cornbread and mashed potatoes. And they call it spoon bread, but we actually had cornbread on ours. There's barbecue chicken. The grilled beef with the chimichurri was really good. I will note, which this actually surprised us because we kind of had a long day and we were like, oh, a cocktail would sound nice before dinner. They do not have hard alcohol at the Garden Grill. They only have beer and wine. So do note that they do not have a full bar at Garden Grill. Interesting. Except, sorry, I take that back. They have the two specialty cocktails that Disney makes up in gigantic vats. So they've got like the Magical Beacon cocktail and the Citrus Freeze cocktail. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Like you cannot just get like a vodka soda or a Manhattan or an old fashioned or something at this restaurant. I see. But it is really cool that you go around and you're riding on the land and you see various parts of the land ride as you're going around yeah. while you're having dinner. No, that is super cool. Think of like um, the Space Needle, but instead of it being the Space Needle, yeah. it's a Disney World attraction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. We're up to our number two of our rankings. And I love this place. I've been here a couple of times. This is over at Animal Kingdom, and it is the Tusker House Restaurant. Tusker House is located in the Africa section of 
Animal Kingdom. You're going to find, as far as characters go, some really great ones, and they're all in safari garb. You're going to see Minnie, Donald, Mickey, and Goofy all in these adorable safari, like, khaki outfits. They'll come around to your tables and take lots of pictures. Like I said, you can do breakfast, lunch, or dinner here. There is a slight difference in the pricing. If you're going to do breakfast, which is great, this is what we have done before, and the breakfast is awesome. It's $45 per adult and $29 per child. Everything is buffet style. It used to be skillet style, like we were talking before, but it has very recently changed back to buffet. But the buffet is going to be a mix of like, you know, the classic Mickey waffles and stuff with some unique options that are very African inspired. So if you're a little bit more adventurous, you you might like this as a buffet option. If you've been to Boma, it is not as adventurous as Boma, but it's kind of in that same category of unique meals. And then if you're going to go for either lunch or dinner, your price tag is going to be $59 per adult and $38 per child. 38 seems a little odd because like they're always going That's up so or weird, down. Because most yeah. women 39. Yeah, I know. Weird. Yeah, 38. And, and over here, again, it is still the buffet style, but you're going to have a few more things. They really push the spit roasted tandoori chicken, the barbecue marinated pork, a lot of green curry shrimp. And a lot of a lot of curries. <laughs> um, and then they also have a salmon filet. <laughs> so you won't go hungry here. I love it just because yeah, with the salmon filet, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just love this place because it is kind of off to the side. Not a lot of people know about it. It's never super insanely crowded. It's a pretty easy reservation to get. And you're getting to meet some of the Fab Five in adorable safari garb. I like it. Okay, sir. We are okay. down to our number one. I'm sure if you know oh, these restaurants at this point, you probably can guess what it is. <laughs> but drum roll, please. Topolino Terrace. Yes. Okay. At my favorite hotel. I mean, hands down, my absolute favorite hotel on property because we spoiled ourselves one trip during the pandemic and stayed in one bedroom villa there. But we did have breakfast there when we were there. I don't know how I got it, but we did. Uh, Topolino's Terrace character breakfast. They had that whole like paint theme going on with the characters for a while. Remember, yeah. there was like all that merch and everything else. So that's the theme up there. So you've got like Mickey and Minnie and the Fab Five all in their artist. They're really outfits cute. And their painter outfits. And it's really cute. This is a table service, not a buffet. Yeah, we had the best time when we went there because this is I think I've talked about this before on the podcast how like we sat down and I could not decide, frankly, between like uh, the smoked salmon and like maybe it was like the mushroom scramble or something or no, maybe it's the steak and eggs. I don't know. I couldn't decide. And the waitress was like, you'll have both. And then just like skipped away from the table (laughs) and came out with both entrees. And I did for the same price. So. It's $45 an adult. It is $29 a kid for Mm -hmm. children ages nine and under, which is interesting. They make that notation on this because most of them say three to nine. Yeah. I find it interesting that this one says nine and under. So I wonder if they do charge for admission at this one, because this is a very hard reservation to get. Oh yeah. It books up very fast. It's beautiful. It's on the top of the, of the Riviera. You can go out to the roof deck after your breakfast and maybe finish your coffee or cocktail out on the roof deck. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful restaurant and the food is just so good. Yeah. It's delicious. All over a win for me. I also want to note the kids menu. When we took Ray, she got the Mickey waffle dippers. It is adorable. It comes on a little artist palette and it has two Mickey shaped waffles that are on sticks and you can dip them into three different sauces. So it was really good. I took a bite of of hers and I loved it. So yeah, I would say this is the best one that I've ever eaten at as far as character meals, like ever I'm talking about, any of the coasts, the food here is so great. It is that prefix menu, but for the price tag, you're you're getting to see some quality characters. Your food is not as insanely expensive as, say, Cinderella's royal table, and 
you're going to have a really nice, quiet experience. It's not going to be Chef Mickey's where everything is loud and in your face. So I'm a big fan of Topolino's Terrace. But I also wanted to just throw this out there that if you are looking to book any of these reservations, they all go quite fast. You do need to hit the um, My Disney Experience website exactly 60 days out from your vacation. Your va- Your whole vacation window will open up and you can book then. But of all of these 11 that we just talked about, I want to just note that Cinderella's Royal Table, Chef Mickey's, and Topolino's Terrace are by far the hardest reservations to get. So if any of those three are on your must-do list, you should be ready and raring to go at exactly 6 a.m. Eastern time on the date of your first day of your vacation. Yep. Yep. Or... I have a little plug for somebody else that's not a sponsor, but I have found success using mousewatcher.com. Yeah. What they'll do for a very, very, very small fee, like seven bucks, depending on how long, what your window is. You select breakfast, lunch, or dinner, what the restaurant is, how many. You enter your phone number and your email, and you'll get a text when they find a table that's available. And you just got to jump on that text, hit the link, and it opens immediately to the Disney World website where you can grab that reservation. So yeah. I've had some success with that. In yeah, the past. good. But you've got to be quick on it. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll jog down character breakfast memory lane. But now I might be setting up a mouse watcher alert just for this wilderness lodge dinner because I'm I don't know. It's I'm kind of here for it. Let's talk I'm, about I kinda it. I kind of want to go see it. We'll offline. Mainly we'll offline I want that dessert. I know. I know. It's so <laughs> cute. It's the cutest dessert we saw. All right, folks. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening. If you have any interest in booking with me, you know where to find me. I always say the easiest is on Instagram and I will get you that price quote very quickly. Also, as an aside, I will help you book all this dining. So, you know, talk to me about that as well. If, and tell us in the comments, we'll post a little thing about all of the character meals. Tell us if we got it wrong. Tell us if we got it right. Have you eaten at one? And are you screaming at us saying that you put your favorite way too low on this list or did we get this spot on so we'd love to hear from you all and with that i guess we'll see you again next week see you next week where we'll have seen scream six Yay! Yay! that's all the murder matters all right bye everybody bye <laughs>